We're back. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Open Road Podcast. You know, it's been a long time since we've been together. Calvin and I have been out having our own kind of summer adventures. Calvin, do you even remember what this podcast is supposed to be about? You know what, Jared? I missed your intro. I pulled my headphones out of the um, the thingy. So what, what was the question? Do I, do I remember? <laughs> do you even remember what this podcast is about? Uh, you know what? I remember parts of it. I remember parts of what people have told me. Um, something, something, life gets you down. Something, something, get back up on your feet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So is that the amount of clarity we want to give the listeners going into this episode? Do they need more? I mean, here's a, here's a situation. Two dudes aimlessly traveling their way through life, <laughs> figuring things out along the way. Yes. So we have a couple of stories to share from the last, what's, when's the last time we put an episode out? Six, five weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we are helping you find more adventure by sharing a little bit about our adventure. And, you know, from time to time, we'll interview other cool adventurers. And it's just a place to come and be reminded that life is beautiful and deserves to be lived to the full. That's what we're doing here. I was That's just all. Thinking about that. So, we were just having a little, like, really, like, 90 mile an hour recap of what we've done, each of us, for the last, like, five weeks. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, like, being able to track this because I don't journal. Um, no. on paper but this was like almost like catching up from the last time we've um basically like the last time i've journaled audibly and yes yeah, stuff's different my life is different Stu- yep which is six weeks weird. is a six weeks is a, a long time when yeah. you are a new father and your newborn son is growing like a mile a minute very true i try so him, we, we, we 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 tried them on um Niagara peaches this morning for breakfast. Ooh, hated it. No, just give. Yeah, I got a great video of just like the most sour face. Looks like he chomped down <laughs> on a lemon. It just, <laughs> just yeah, so sour. Was it a sweet peach? It was. It was a perfect peach. It was a l- hint of a little bit tart. But I mean, right, right, for someone right. that's never tasted that before, I guess it yeah. was really sour. But pretty that's funny. Right. That's really funny. So yeah, so on this episode, we are going to catch you listeners up a little bit on what's been going on in our world and give you a little uh, sense for what's to come on the podcast in the, in the weeks to come. To come. We're back. I was at camp for a month. I'm back. Um, Calvin's so, been here the whole time. But yeah, so that's that's what today's episode is in. So if you don't really like us or care about our lives, you can just turn it off. And turn it off. There's no guest. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was funny, Jared. Like, I mean, you living at camp the last six weeks, which is... Four, 35 minutes from my house, yeah, close to our regular like two hour plus separation. We definitely yeah. saw each other, I guess, a little bit more than we would have, but maybe not. Um, had you been at camp, but you were pretty busy there. I thought you were gonna have some more free time than you really did. Yeah, I thought we were gonna see each other more and potentially record more, but yes, Correct. we saw each other more. Than we re- than we would have. It was probably like every other weekend. Yeah, but, but yeah, was... I mean, here's the thing about camp, and I knew this going in. But you also think, you don't know, you think you can buck the system somehow. But mm-hmm. you wake up at seven, maybe seven thirty if you're lucky, and you are just going, going, going all day. Dinner comes along. Everyone else gets off work, but you, you got an evening full of program to do. 
You right. got campfires to light. You got 51 16-year-olds to keep busy and out of trouble. And so your job goes till, uh, you know, 11 o'clock when everyone goes to quote-unquote bed. And then you are still hanging up with your with my I was would still hang out with my staff team right uh, in the trailer and we'd have hilarious conversations and you know share a couple of Mountain Dew voltages and have some sweet chili heat Doritos and play euchre and before you know it it's you know well past midnight right and that was like my whole six weeks <laughs> yeah that's. So. Pretty yeah. So, do, how do you feel after it now, getting uh, assimilated back into civilian life? I feel really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So for those six weeks, I was at uh, a camp in Muskoka. I was running a leaders and training program. I had fifty-one sixteen-year-olds uh, who were learning what it means to be uh, a good leader. I had ten, uh, ten or eleven staff uh, on my team who were helping to make sure it was a fun and. Uh, educational and smooth program and it could not have gone much better i mean i have 11 new friends walking out of the summer my my team and you didn't, all so of the you didn't LITs. make friends with any of the lits no they're not my friends no, no. they are my subordinates that's um, fair it's important um, to keep that separation you know to maintain they're 10, authority exactly they're 10 years younger than me and they need to obey my every word so right. um no the, they were awesome too and it was exciting to see them kind of come out of their come out of their shells and ba- way back at the May long weekend, we had a kickoff weekend and you know, there's this room full of people and they're just kind of people. You don't know them. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're about. You don't know their story. You don't know their skills. And then over the summer, everyone surprises you with what they're good at. Like this one uh, girl, one night she basically went around um, to a bunch of people and asked them what their dreams were for the future. And then she said this like, eloquent and inspiring speech about the dreams and the exciting places that everyone in the room will go and it was incredible that's really cool. and these other two guys they had a trumpet and a saxophone and they would play this like drum and bass track through the speakers and then play along with trumpet and sax and it just sounded amazing and so we're in the northwoods lodge and just this beautiful smooth jazz is reverberating through the site and it's just like wow these are you know this is cool and um, just the way, uh, you know, the LITs, the leaders stepped up to support one another and to help and to do all that. It was just really cool to watch, especially from the vantage point of running the program. Right. I know how much that program shaped me and changed me. And so to be able to see that again happening for that group of people, building relationships that I know are going to last a lifetime, it was really uh, a special thing to be part of. And I'm very glad to be back as well. <laughs> That's good, yeah. You know, yeah, it was fun. I mean, yeah, Kate and I came and visited you um, one day, and it was just, like, really fun to be back at camp and, and yeah. see kind of you and your element, which was fun, and even just get a little tour around. We had our little baby, so it was kind of a different perspective for us we were almost like touring the property as prospective parents going to be sent. like that's probably the next thing we'll do is be sending our kid there which we're really excited about volunteers cooks well we we definitely talked about that on the way home we were like how fun would that be to like all come for the week and yeah and just work there while you know the kid goes to camp for the week that'd be really fun yeah 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 that was cool too like you I don't know, you see a bunch of people there throughout the summer that mm-hmm. are all the friends of camp from, you know, our day or whatever. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a special place, and I was really grateful to be able to go and 
you know, Kate, Katie somehow let me go and my work somehow let me go and uh, thank not let me go as and fired me, but, you know, let me go to camp. <laughs> and this first week back at work was really good. Is that a good sales. thing or a bad thing that you weren't uh, you're not crucial We're, to the operation of the, the business? Like, oh, well, yeah, we can we can do without <laughs> you for six weeks. Sure. Take all the time you want. Take all the time you need. Yeah. I mean, that's how it sounds, but it's not quite like that. You know, in sales, my sales numbers were good going into the summer. And then, um, you know, I work for a company that sells leadership development training and, you know, communications, team building, experiential learning. So for me to be able to run a program like that, that's me practicing all this leadership stuff that I'm selling. So, you know, Am I able to create clarity for my team? Am I able to provide a vision? Am I able to coach and uh, communicate effectively? Am I able to create a, a culture within the group that is one of growth and of stretching and of stepping out of your comfort zone? And all of that stuff was really amazing to just practice and to try to do. Right. Um, and right. coming out of the summer, I'm thinking a lot about the stuff that went well and the stuff that I think could have been better, but it's... Uh, yeah, a fantastic learning experience for me. A really, really fun. Well, that's good, Jer. So yep. we'll we'll have some more stories from you next summer as you step back into that role. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> have they have they been putting the pressure on already? Or are they gonna let, let you uh, get back into life for a bit and then start prying? Um, in? yeah, like before I'm leaving, they're kind of like you know this was this was a. Uh, we we loved what you were able to do yeah. and we'd love for you to do it again and just build right. off the momentum. Right. Um, I don't know what my sales reality is going to be until January at the very earliest. Sure. You know, if it's how possible much, or not. Yeah. How much, how many sales do I have going into 2018 and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. It was, it was, it was a difficult summer for Katie and I, I mean, me being gone for that long, only yeah. seeing each other on weekends. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. But not I'm, you know, I'm also really grateful for her support and for her recognizing just what uh, benefit it would be for me to go up there. And I'm, right. you know, my adventurous side needs stuff like that. I need to be hmm. uh, having new experiences and doing new things. And I'm so grateful for a spouse who uh, recognizes, but also supports that in like a major way. Like that is that is pretty major to say. You know what? Yeah, you're good. You go for. Yeah. five, six weeks and, and I'll hold down the fort. So right. I'm just immensely grateful for for her role in this because had it not been for her, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So that's uh, good relationship or marriage advice. People help your spouse or partner thrive. You know, makes me love her more. So anyways. So by her helping you thrive, do you think you in turn were just like completely quenching her? Yes. <laughs> like one yeah. got to do really well while one just suffered the entire time. Yeah, well and that was like and that was like the learning and that's also like the the sacrifice of relationships and of marriage, right? So you know, it it definitely was her pouring into you know, okay, so there's like this analogy of like the piggy bank, right? Okay. Where you can make deposits and make withdrawals. So I just made a got very it. big withdrawal. So now right. I need to spend a good amount of time, you know, making those deposits. And I withdrew a lot in yeah. a very short period of time. So yeah. Yeah, overdraft and overdraft. you know, it's all that stuff that you don't want, but no one ever talks about their financially precarious situations. So <laughs> No, no, it was, it was no. But, You're deep but in yes. love overdraft at the moment. 
Yes, and so it's definitely it's my time to make uh, some sacrifices. But that's the way that's the way it works. So it's the way anyway. the cookie crumbles. Cool, Jer. Well, I'm uh, I'm you know I I knew how you were doing over the summer. We we talked a lot, so it was fun getting updates from you and and fun hearing kind of the highs and lows from you so you were yeah i think it was mostly highs but then at times you were definitely like okay this is like a full-time babysitting job i'm realizing <laughs> so that was kind of funny to hear those stories from you yeah i mean there were there weren't very many times that were like that but then there are times where you're like you do feel a little bit like a glorified babysitter because you have right. all these dreams for the things you want to teach and the way you want people to behave right. and the you know i want people just to volunteer to do dishes and then you know, really, you do got to pull teeth to get them in there. You right. Gotta, you got to, like, keep it really regimented and structured and, and hold people accountable. And you're like, oh, I wish I, they would just take initiative on mm-hmm. all these things. Um, but, and, and, like, with 51 people, it was a small campsite that we were on. Like, you're almost just, like, moving, getting people to the next meal. Because, right, right. Like, but between the meal and dishes, it's almost two hours and so if you have breakfast at 8 30 two hours is like 10 30 then you got like only one or two hours of programming until right. lunch and then so it's it like this also this weird to kind of figure it out but anyways huh it was fun it was very fun and i'm grateful for my staff team and i couldn't have done it without them i could give them all a shout out all their names please don't please long. don't you've <laughs> said quite enough so, um, what and what have you been up to? You were telling me you've uh, got back into the workshop lately. What are you building? You know what, Jer? I, I got back into the workshop. So, you know what? My last project that I did in there was actually your dining room table. Um, that, man, it's been a while. It's been Yeah, it's been quite a while. So, that was back in, like, March, right? Yeah. So, I've done a couple little things there. But, um, actually, the thing I did right after that was I'm working on a uh, an expansion of the workshop. Okay. So that was kind of in progress and I'm waiting, I'm maybe pick away about a bit with that today, but, um, no, okay. You mean you're, you're busting down that wall. I'm breaking down that wall and blowing it into the existing storage room and getting rid of all of our storage and flipping some stuff around so that, uh, I can have basically like two and a half times the shop space, which I would really love. Dude, that's amazing. Now it kind of is. Yeah. Was that not supposed to be a bedroom for one of your children? Yeah, it kind of was, but <laughs> <laughs> but no. But that's actually it's probably a, definitely a few years before they'll be ready for their own bedroom. Oh yeah, we have three bedrooms upstairs. We don't need another one in the basement. And who wants to sleep in the basement? It sucks. Usually, like dudes want to sleep in the basement. Yeah, teenage dudes want to sleep in the basement. That's true. Well, that's really exciting. Are you also going to finally finish your podcast nook or what? I don't know. I just like, this has worked for now, for our life. This does not work. I said, this has worked. No, this does not work. You're just, you're moving your big computer onto the coffee table and like, it's just sitting on the floor in your living room. I know. Things have been different since we have had this, um... Baby, because I was kicked out of my office, which was an awesome little studio. Right. And now I have my giant monitor on the coffee table in our living room. And we don't have a TV. So if we want to watch um, Netflix or, or something, we just um, bring this computer out. You know, and it's a nice, nice big size monitor. And we just watch it on the monitor. And so that's kind of, that is life. Yeah, but here's what's going to happen. You're going to make me. your new workshop. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you got your two. Or is there still going to be a door there, or is that whole area going to be blown out? There's going to be a door there. Yeah, you got to have a separate. door for yeah, to course. keep dust. the dust in. Then out in your living room, which in your basement, which you just redid, you're going to put yeah. a TV on that wall. Yeah, no, you're right. We are going to put a TV there eventually. You're going to have the podcasting nook, which you're going to put a photo of it on Reddit, and it's going to go viral. You're right. You're right. And, and then that, our podcast is going to blow. We're going to blow the roof off this thing. Yeah, you're right. No, that that's all part of the master plan for sure. But yeah. For now, this is fine, yes, but don't forget about that nook. Because the, after I did that huge basement renovation, yeah. we then were like, oh, awesome. Now we have this huge space in our basement that's all finished and carpeted and like yeah. beautifully painted. And we're like, oh, okay, well, we're actually only two people and we don't need that space at all. So right, I right, haven't right. been down there since six months ago. Right, when you were stoking the fire and now yeah, it's annoying exactly. that, there's, that there's carpet there f- for the ashes to get on <laughs> exactly yeah uh yeah so i mean it, it that's, but anyways what I, where i was going with that is it's been it's been quite enjoyable to get back in the shop and and just work on a couple of little projects on on the weekends and the evenings and yeah it's been fun can you give us a sample of what you're working on uh you know what jer kate you know we have our pantry in our kitchen and so yeah. um kate wanted some shelves on the back side of the on the inside of the door Ooh. that we could put little um so i made four shelves basically and there'll be one is just all you know jars of baking ingredients etc cetera, etc cetera. and then i thought to step it up a little bit more i, I made it made them on, on a french cleat so that you could actually remove them off of the door and just put them down on the counter so you have all your ingredients right in front of you and then put oh. the whole thing right back up on the door i love me a good french cleat french cleat um, and then I was picturing just the way you were describing that. Obviously, it's a shelf that has like a lip so the stuff doesn't fly out. Imagine yeah, they're, they're, like, kind of like baskets. A, imagine not a basket shelf, just a straight one. You you just line up all your jars. You shut the door. <laughs> Whip everything the door open. flies off. <laughs> just gets destroyed. Yeah. Um, well, that's really cool. I, I, I mean, I literally don't know what a French cleat is. I can get the sense that it's something that the shelf hooks into. Correct. Um, but I'm, I'm very interested to see that. That's a great idea. That's cool. Okay, yeah. Great. Nice. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, Jer. And then I guess kind of other, my summer has been a little bit different. Um, I I started a whole new job, which you know about. Yeah. But we won't talk too much about that. We'll keep our listeners in suspense, perhaps. Well, just give a, can you give us a little taste? Because. How you, should I lay you, it out? Well, I don't know. Just tell them what you're doing. It doesn't need to be some big secret. Okay, no, not not big secret. But no, I have entered the world of sales, much like yourself. Love it, love it, and I love it. It's actually a lot of fun. We should turn this into a sales podcast. That's Could just we? what the world needs. I should definitely listen to a couple <laughs> before I start, you know, my own sales podcast. Man, that is literally the last thing I think the world needs. You're I, I totally I right. hate all those self help. Build your business, build your online thing. I know. You know what, So I caught myself kind of getting suckered into a little bit of that this summer. You did? Like like listening to like these guys and and so like because I, you know, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And so there's a few like um, Tim Ferriss and and a few of those like big names that are like, I I don't know how to describe it really, but like. When when you whittle it down, like they pretty much are just like that self helpy, build your right. brand, build your business, et cetera, et cetera. Which I think there's always like good stuff in there, but I don't know. Is it like kind of pathetic? 
Well, I think like listening to guys like Tim Ferriss and the people who are actually kind of at the top, I think that's okay. But it's like all of the no-name Joe Blow knockoffs that are like a little bit like, meh, really? Is this, you know, I don't know. I feel like it just gets tired fairly quickly. Well, the nice thing about, I guess, as soon as someone starts like selling a product or something, I'm like, oh, no, no, we can't do this anymore. Um, right, so and that's like, almost like, what like, people like use podcasting for. Gurus, hmm. like I just feel like those guys are super manipulative and and. Uh, oh man, the funny thing is, like the whole idea of a pyramid scheme, totally like, sometimes like starts to get me because I'm like, man, there are people who are millionaires and they're just sitting on their butt getting all this passive income. Yes, and I could do that. I think if anyone could do that really successfully, it would be you. And I'll tell you why. You have a pretty wide-reaching social connection, which basically is most of what you need to do those little direct selling pyramid scheme things. And you you have the ability to sell people on on a product or something like that. Yeah, but it's interesting because uh, Katie and I were actually talking about this. That, in many ways, is like the problem with them is... When you aim to simply monetize your social network, yes, it absolutely changes how people perceive you. Because oh, for sure. they anytime think... I send you a Facebook message, is it like, what's the agenda here? Well, the agenda is to sell me. Yep. And maybe the product will actually make my life better. But I don't really like that this person is only reaching out to me because maybe they care, but also they want this. And, and I would never want to do that to my social network. Right. Yeah, you're totally right. I I don't um I don't I don't have Facebook, but I, I've kind of seen how that works with people that get involved with selling whatever, and it's just like everything they post about is related to that, and then yep. it's kind of like yeah, you just pass through them now. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that so you're you're in sales now, which is so, uh, which is cool. I have a and I have a pretty funny story. Remember the day it was a few weeks ago? I called you, and I was on my way to a, a lunch meeting. You needed some social advice with Jared. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm not like, yeah, like, you know, I'm going to call my friend Jared, get some social advice, <laughs> run him down why I'm having this meeting with this client and, and, and get some tips from an experienced salesman, which you did great. And it was fine. And I was a little, that was like my first like real deal meeting, yeah. like just me, just the client. I was, you know, hoping to build like a relationship with them. Um, <laughs> and it was fine. But, um, there were like a couple of hard questions that I had to get through and I thought I did pretty well. And at the end of the meeting, um, he was like, we're walking out of the restaurant and he says, yeah. you know what? I think we're going to go a different direction. <laughs> 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 Which I was like, what? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, that is amazing. That's such a good line. It's, it's so like, good. I was like, what? You just like spent like an hour and a half with me. It's like kind of letting you down easy, but at the same time, like <laughs> yeah. a firm and hard no. <laughs> like, yeah. And like part of me is like, all right, well, thanks for doing that now and not like in an email two and a half right. weeks from now. Right, right, right. After like, yeah, I'm no. still like getting my hopes up and sending him like yeah. info. Yeah, you're definitely more grateful for that. But the, the thing that is annoying about that is yeah. that you might actually have a product that's really good for him, but maybe you didn't explain it. Maybe so that's, you didn't that, get the that's full totally picture. It, though. Like, and when, so, whenever I yeah. feel like I can't 
when I get a reaction like that, which hasn't been often, but I had another one like that similar this week, but not totally my fault, but I felt like really bummed. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? That's on me, not being able to uh, explain and communicate, yeah. you know, what I have well. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's funny because something like that happened to me just this past week where I had a couple calls with a client. Yeah. I had sent out a proposal. Um, and they kind of came back to me and I was, I asked if I could have a call with them to like walk them through because I hadn't heard from them. And basically there were two people who were going to be on the call and they yep. were like behind the scenes fighting about who was going to take the call because they were going to tell me that they weren't going to go with us. Oh, wait, how uh, did you find that out? Cause they told me, cause the one guy told me, um, <laughs> so they ended up both being on the phone call and on this call. They basically just asked a question about like, so like, what is this program anyways? Like who, whose is it? And so clearly I did a terrible job explaining right. so earlier, they, they but I was like, it. this is our program. We developed it. It's an experiential learning program that drives these learning outcomes. And here's why we use experiential learning because people learn best by doing, they don't learn best by sitting in a classroom and being lectured at. Even if the content in the lecture is true and good, you don't actually learn it until you experience it. And so then I walked right. them through like a little bit of our company history and, and where we've come from and what these programs are. And I thought I did that on the first call because that's like my job is to tell people why experiential learning is the right. best way to learn. And basically in this call, I found out later, th these guys did like a total 180. Like we were more expensive than the other things they were looking at. So right. they're like more expensive. Uh, I missed a call with them like uh, early on, like I, my scheduling got screwed up. Yeah. So I was like not in the running at all. And right, then right, the right. next day he called me and told me all this stuff. I was like, you were not there. We, we weren't going to go with you, this, that, and the other. We didn't really like your proposal. <laughs> but then on the phone yesterday, we were like, yeah, we really don't want our people just to be in a lecture and doing nothing. And so you get the sale. Right. So it was like pretty crazy. Oh, that's fun. Um, that's big roller coaster ride then. Well, it was, but it's funny because I ne I never even knew that I was on the roller coaster, and you you rarely get that feedback when a customer doesn't go with you. There was probably something you could have done better. There was probably something along the way where you could have learned, but it it was so it was so valuable for me to get that feedback. So I'm glad hmm. that he gave you that feedback right away because now you can figure out hmm, what did I say, what should I have said, and you know it's the the adventure of finding the right thing to say. Yeah, you're totally but right. Not it, say it, it, but not say it, but not say it to manipulate. No, but it's it's. I find so much of it is it is learning how to word things properly, and that's why it's it's kind of nice having that. I feel like because I do a lot of email, so like email, it's nice. You can kind of word things well, but you can't. It's hard to like actually get a like close a deal in an email. I'm sure it's like very you hard. Need, need to have that face to face time or over the phone time, and that's yeah. what really counts. Like where you're where i don't know the true salesman kind of shows and yeah. uh and is able to produce yeah. yeah so it's been really fun that's good well this, this is quickly turning into a sales podcast <laughs> of two duds <laughs> of two guys who blow at sales <laughs> <Two> sales duds <laughs> that's the name of the name of the show uh but uh Anyways, there's just a couple more things for us to to get to on this week's episode yeah, and yeah. one of them's one of them's a bit tragic so yeah, we're getting to this, um, like I haven't talked to you about this at all, um, and this is all on you, so I'm interested to see A, briefly, if you can explain what happened, and then briefly what you are doing to rectify the situation. Go. 
Calvin and I have with some other friends an RV. Sometimes we call her Lily. Sometimes we just call it the RV. We've gone on adventures in this thing for the last five years. We've sunk thousands of dollars into mm-hmm. keeping it on the road. Um, basically, Ten- we have this we have this mantra that expect to break down at least once on any given trip. Yeah, yeah. And I think that this last trip might have been the final breakdown. So you were living in, let's just give a little recap. You were actually living in the RV this summer. Uh, you were driving it pretty hard, I'm yes. going to say. You would drive that thing out to my house on back roads. Yeah. And like, eh, not ideal, really. She can't handle that too well. So we did a couple little repairs. But, um, you know, I don't know how much, how many kilometers you put on this thing over the summer. But um, probably not that much. But they were probably pretty hard kilometers. I put and a then, couple thousand on it, and plus, I was whenever I was on the highway, I drove pretty hard. Like I kept her at a buck ten, between a buck ten and a buck twenty. Right, which is disappointing because we've all agreed not to do that. What? Oh yeah. And so let's just recap. So you drove it to Ottawa and back yeah. last week. Is that correct? Yeah. So Calvin's right. I had this thing all summer. Another amazing thing about being at camp was that I could live in this thing again. And since getting married, uh, you know, this RV is old and nasty, so. Katie doesn't like to spend a lot of time in it. So I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity for me to bring out the RV and relive the glory days. And yeah, the very last uh, day of camp, I left camp and we went to a family trailer just outside of Ottawa, four hours away from camp. And I drove it there, no problems. Uh, There actually was a tiny problem. There was a little bit of alternator belt squeal that I got checked out before I went up to camp. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, The guy said I needed a new alternator. I said, no, thank you. Um, I'll just deal with a bit of belt squeal. And that's always then, the answer when we deal with mechanics. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that maybe that, <laughs> you're lying. That was maybe my first mistake. But so I, I go up to camp a good three hours. Then I go over to Ottawa, south of Ottawa, four hours. And, and we leave Ottawa and we leave at 10 o'clock p.m. in the night. Kay. And it's a four hour drive home. So Katie and I, she's in a different Strange. car than me. Yeah, because we wanted to get home for the holiday Monday instead of doing a four-hour drive. Then yeah. we had holiday Monday at home after I'd just been gone to okay. do laundry, to just ease back into normal life. Yep. So we drove through the night, and yes, I mean, I was cooking down the highway for like four hours straight, like burning a whole tank of fuel at like a buck ten. And I don't think that should have done anything, though, because the temperature gauge was fine. There were There was no sounds that were weird until... I got up the hill of Highway 6. I turned onto the street that gets gets me towards my house. Yeah. Not three minutes from my house, I I hear this ticking. Tick, 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 tick. It starts to get louder and louder. I release my foot off the gas pedal. It starts to get louder. It sounds like something is like flapping in there. So I think oh. it's my, my, my belt that's flapping. The, but the fan belt. It's like, and then it's like, yeah. And then it just starts like doing this clicking louder, 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 louder. I don't think there was a pop, but it just gets louder, 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 and then clicking, 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 flapping, 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 and then just true cuts out. I'm the like, whole oh, engine God. cut out. I'm like, come on. And so then I pull off to the side, and I open the door, and I hear water just pouring out of this thing onto the ground. And I look, and the engine is steaming, and I'm like, this is probably the end. And it's 2.15 in the morning. 
Katie was in a different car, so she was up ahead of me. So I have to call her and I say, I broke down three minutes from home. Can you come get me? She comes and gets me. The next morning, I go to the RV. I unload all the stuff I had at camp into a car. It took me two loads to get it all back Uh, to my house, which was super annoying. Super annoying. The tow truck comes. The name on the tow truck, classic towing and storage. And I took a hilarious photo because it is so classic to need to get this thing towed. (laughs) CAA RV Plus is a glorious thing. Get CAA, get RV Plus. They tow your thing for like 200 kilometers if you need it. Get it towed to Niagara, and now it might be totally dead. So no one has diagnosed it yet at this point? Um, We've done like a mild diagnosis from one of the guys at my dad's shop, and he basically said the engine has seized and that it ran out of coolant, which makes no sense. So the the pump must have been not cooling it, but your gauge was fine, you said? My gauge was fine. Like, everything was fine. It didn't sound bad until this last run, so it was so... This last I know turn, so, so little about cars, Jer, but the only reason why, this, why I'm really discouraged about this story is because when my truck, when I blew the engine in my truck, it was the pretty much the exact same scenario. Hmm. Where the radiator coolant all drained, and it just basically overheated, seized, pooched. New engine. And- and so you're, so I'm glad you had that experience because I keep asking myself, like, what could I have done here? Did, was yeah. this my fault? Like, like what, what's the problem? And, I don't think anything. And so it was so weird. And, and I can't quite tell if I'm, like, super frustrated or if I can just be, you know, content that it got me home and if this was the last hurrah. Because, like, realistically, when an engine seizes, like, you got to put a new one in. Right. So now our options are... Um, Take it to the junkyard, get some scrap money for it, or potentially find a used engine and plunk that thing in there. Um, someone seems to think I can get a used engine for between five hundred and a thousand bucks, which is not that much money. No, but then I need to find someone to put it in, and I want to find someone who would put it in for free in in a trade for access to the RV whenever. That's a good call. So I think <laughs> let me just think about this for a minute here. Please think, Calv. And, uh, you know, again, this is the first time you're hearing this. So yeah, I this is the first shocked. time you're hearing this. So disappointed in you mainly, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, your recklessness. I mean, I went in that thing and there was like, there was like dirt on the floor and I saw it and you had things where they shouldn't be. And uh, you were sleeping in the lower bunk when you really should have been in the top bunk. And um, so, you know, Overall, like, were you treating this thing as it needed to be over the summer? Perhaps not. And who knows how many sweaty kids were in there um, <laughs> touching the keys. <laughs> so moving forward, I think, yeah, we, we got to get this thing for a full diagnosis by a professional. Yeah. And um, so here's my other question. What are you willing to potentially, I'm not going to use the word invest. I'm going to use the word spend spend to get it back on the road see this is where i'm like at odds because like totally beat the hell out of this thing over the summer and like why is it my problem right right so i think you got to bounce that question back on yourself oh i already know the answer for myself what do you want to do well i think there's a few options i mean here's the thing this was one thing i was thinking about it was like so this rv we have lots of amazing memories in it So the nostalgic part of my soul wants to keep it and fix it. Right. 
this other part of me is like, no, grow, move forward, move on, move to the next thing. Why not just buy a new one? There's tons of them on Kijiji. What if you start memories with a new one? You're not wrong. In this, I know. Like, so that is an exciting little little a snippet new, here. Like we're like, a new this and is better one. Potential for a whole new opportunity of customization. And I feel like we had this problem five years ago where we blew the engine, and then you, myself, and two other dudes um, had to foot the bill. Foot foot of the bill for for the new uh, motor and everything. Um, That's so the now, most frustrating thing is that we spent like four grand putting the I new know. motor in last time. Yeah, that is very frustrating. And it was even at even then we had a lot of repairs on that trip. After yes. that was a new new quote engine. Yeah. So do we want to do that again, perhaps, or do we want to look at some new options? But that's the thing is like the thing that is the biggest loss for me is I love being a person and a friend group who right. has the ability to get in an RV and go somewhere. And if I lose that, right, that my like I have an adventure podcast. What do I have? Just like nothing, like a tent. I literally have anxiety right now, knowing that she's not available. Right? She's not available for me to just go for a little weekend trip right now. I'm having anxiety. Which is another thing where you're like, well, is that a healthy anxiety? Well, do I have too much attachment to a material thing? No. But I think, and and do I use it enough? You know what I mean? Right. Is it just a security blanket? I we only use that thing a couple times a year, so. Is this a wake-up call to say if we have it, we got to use it more right. instead of just letting it be this security blanket that makes us feel like we're adventurous? Yeah, but I, I, I don't think that we don't use it enough because every time we do use it, it's relatively costly. Good so, point. Um, I mean, pretty much every time we use it, it requires some sort of maintenance and upkeep. Yeah, that's true. Um, that goes along with every trip. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually pretty interested in the possibility of exploring other options still want to get the full diagnosis still yeah. want to um st- yeah still want to um just explore that whole region the other interesting thing jer is to um present this opportunity some to some other uh, new investors who have not been involved previously yeah well and that's the thing like if i were if we were to fix it i would figure out what the cost is and if it's say it's 1500 bucks Right. I would try to find 15 dudes who have been on trips and say, can you pitch 100 bucks? Yeah. And 100 bucks is not nothing, but it's also not insane. And everyone who goes even on a weekend in that thing gets yeah. more than $100 of value out of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's the thing that I'm struggling with. And the other thing that, you know, maybe we can, we didn't really talk about this before on the podcast. We kind of told people we were there was some new stuff coming or some interesting things coming. Right. We kind of had plans. We can tell them this, right? Yeah. That, let's, that, fine. Yeah, we'll tell them this. You, you this tell is, them. This is new information. We had plans. We have plans to do kind of um, a new podcast show uh, surrounding um, us working on renovating, involving a whole pile of other people um, with this RV. So doing work to the RV, um, doing other customization, and having a bunch of other people um, be involved um, cumulatively to make this thing great. Yeah, so we were thinking of potentially, it was just an idea at this phase, but creating yes. a little bit more of a produced style podcast where we would bring in designers and carpenters and other content creators and totally gutting and renovating it and just telling the story of 
making this thing into something beautiful yeah, and kind of be like telling little... the story of the RV and story of our road trips in a little bit more of a produced way. Yeah, and it'd be kind of a little side project wing off yeah. of this podcast where it would be just kind of a, a mini series, a few few episodes, but they'd be you know more more highly produced and um, with more of a start and finish story. And at the end of it, the inside of our our RV would be fantastically beautiful yes. and um on it goes but but yeah now that that whole thing's up in the air too because yeah 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 so i don't so know man that that's not so much up in the air at this point because i feel like whatever decision we either way at this point we're either repairing this old beast or we're getting into a new thing which is going to need a ton of customization do you think are you like that's more expensive 100 bucks times 15 guys is 1500 bucks if we're going to get something new, like you probably spend minimum two or three, probably four or five. Here's Just the thing. Yeah, Jer, maybe. But um, I'm just thinking about that. No, I don't think so. I so don't now think you're, we, I don't so think now we, you're we, out. Or you mean we don't spend five. We spend, We try to find no, something for two. There's absolutely no way we would spend $5,000, first of all. And they don't cost that much. That's just not the reality. Okay. Not All for right. the, not for the you know the circa that we're after. Well, then that's the thing. Now that we have a fresh slate, do we want to go for the circa we after that we know has problems like unbelievable? Right. There are some other things around this that I'm, you know, there are potentially some other vehicles out there that I can't talk about on air right now, mm-hmm. but I can talk about offline that might be potential options, but I don't want to get okay. anybody's hopes up. No, don't do that. Don't do that. But anyways, it really it really sucks that this thing might be broken forever. It 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 does suck. Yeah, I I just need some more time with it, Jared. To be honest with you, like I need yeah. more time. I have a few little ideas that I don't want to talk, say right now, but a few little things um, that I'm just throwing around. Can we get a couple horses? Um, <laughs> is that is that possible? Yeah, yeah, good good question, good question. I thought you said you weren't going to throw these ideas around. No, you're right, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I got a few more that I'll keep to myself. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's that's kind of the story with Lily, yeah. and I mean, uh, I'm glad it's it's a story that's not totally over, but, I'm, but maybe that's just me, you know, saying it's not over when really the story's over, but I don't know, like our, the logo for our podcast has this RV in it. I know, we have a lot surrounding this right now, and... and Maybe we end everything right there. Like the RV <laughs> dies, we kill this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and just point? start a start a crappy sales duds well, podcast. That's right. <laughs> sales douche podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyways, I mean I didn't really want to leave this uh I know I'm, this podcast on a depressing note. I'm so you know what? Bummed. But here's the thing, like we are resilient. We are yeah. adventurous and whatever is next, we're not gonna let this get us down. Yeah, I know, Jer. I mean, part of my my thoughts on this is like you didn't present this to me well in in the first place. I found out on a group text that like I was like, you know what, man? It's almost like when someone dies, like you don't like inform <laughs> people on a group text. <laughs> like that was like not cool. And like well, I'm like, at work and I'm like on a call, and I'm like what? <laughs> Well, it's funny because it would have been even worse than that had you gone on Instagram because I put an Instagram story on Open Road Pod about it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Yeah, but hey, it was in the moment. I had to tell the story right I, then and I there. Know. Good, yeah, good to document it, I suppose. Um, 
Okay, Jerry, we gotta. I can't leave like this. Not on no. our first episode back from the summer. So here's the thing. Here's the good news. Here's the good news, Colin. Okay. You and I Lift are still up. planning our annual camping trip. And, that is correct. And this is going to be exciting, and it's going to infuse us with inspiration. Um, I'm, I'm excited just to get out in the wilderness, uh, you know, just you and I for old times' sakes. We didn't haven't done this trip in a year and a half, or I mean in two years. Yeah, you're right. Now, so, last year we did do that little trip to the States to yep. watch Emory, so that I kind of count that, but okay. we got to get this camping trip. We're going to get inspired, we're going to come up with a plan, and we're just going to enjoy nature, have an adventure, and... And uh, I don't know, come back excited. And I think I, that's going to be a big problem solving weekend. I think you're right. I mean, I almost like when you brought this up to me a little while ago that like we need to start planning this. I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Then I kind of had the other thought like, ah, I'm kind of like getting the itch to do a little mini road trip, too. So I don't know. I think that's something we also need to discuss. If there's a concert we want to go see, that would be pretty fun, too. And just go in a car because the RV's dead? Just go in a car or maybe we could even borrow your dad's um, cube van and sleep Ooh. in that. Yeah, that could work. Perhaps. I, I also have a uh, like I also have a tent trailer. Yeah, you do have that tent trailer, but do you have anything to tow it with? Yeah, the cube van. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. we could tow it with my truck. Yeah, we could tow it with your truck. My parents also have an old SUV we could tow it with, so. Yeah, that's true. That's what we tow it with these days anyways. But anyways, I, we got to put a date in the calendar for that. I thought um, we did have a date. We did? I thought we did. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go look back on our text okay. conversation, but Anyways, we're back. We're going to be podcasting regularly. Thanks for listening to this episode. Lily is dead, but that's not the end. Um, you know, Calvin's getting adventurous in his workshop. I had a great adventure at summer camp. And, uh, you know, we're, we're pushing onward. We're pushing forward. Yeah. No, you know what? And we, This may be good for us, Jer. I don't know. I'm still, well, this is still raw for me. Yeah. So we need to take it, just take it easy. And before yeah. you start throwing around the um, burial plans... Let's uh, let's have a proper um, autopsy. Yeah, of course. Really need to course. check out what's happening here. Of course, it's like one of those people they put in a grave, but they put the bell down in case they're alive. They can ring the bell. Yeah, we're in that phase right now. Where you yeah. are maybe. Yeah. I'm still I'm still like mourning on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> in uh, shock and disbelief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, yeah, for for our listeners out there, this is actually good because it leaves them with a place where they're like, "Well, I, I want to know what happens, so I got to come back and listen in the future." That's that's very good too, and and maybe I mean we're we're gonna have definitely some discussions off air to see moving forward what this was, but we'll we'll be sure to keep everyone in the loop. So I think that's kind of fun to see uh, where we go with this, uh, what kind of decisions we have to make and, and what yeah. makes sense. And let's kind of lay everything out on the podcast. Like we want to lay out exact numbers. Like, okay, here's the problem. It's going to cost X amount to yes. do. How are we going to come up with this cash? Yes. yes. Like This is all going to be laid out on the podcast, all very like transparent that. for our guests or for you know our what? listeners. I love that. I love talking about money. I love talking about real numbers. I think yeah. it's important for our listeners to know the practical side of what it takes to mm -hmm. adventure, mm -hmm. what it takes to actually, you know, you see all these pictures of these people in these vans. They're not living the glamour life. No, 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 no. No, they don't post the pictures when that thing's in the shop. No. I think they just actually tow it around with a different vehicle, park it on the side of a cliff, and then Latte take a photo. this, yeah. <laughs> Somehow they always have latte machines in them, kind of <laughs> like you. Uh, latte machines just in my house. So, For anyways, now, we, we, we should uh, we should get out of here. Um, yeah, let, let's do it. Uh, is it pouring rain at your house right now? It is at our house. No, it's a gorgeous day. Whoa! I just looked outside my 
window and there's a Ferrari. Really? Yeah, like a 1980s Ferrari. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Anyways, um, yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for joining us on this adventure. If you uh, have some summer stories, send us an email. We'd love to read those adventure stories on the air. That Jer- would be really fun. Yeah, jeremy at openroadpod.com or calvin at openroadpod.com. Um, talk about summer loving. Summer loving. What, what, what do you love about the summer? You know, we love adventuring. We love just the beautiful weather we have here in southern Ontario. And uh, tell us what you love. Tell us also, what you love. I mean, here, like, let's, I guess, try maybe, we'll, we'll talk about this later, but try and involve our listeners in this a little more, if possible. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts maybe Ooh. on what, you know, given our current situation going forward, what are your thoughts on it? What do you want to yes. see? Do you want to see this thing resurrected from the grave Ooh. or do you want to see a proper burial? Uh, and then there's lots of discussion. I mean, we've already talked about this in the past. How do we do a proper burial? Yes. Uh, you know, and that we've talked about driving this thing off a cliff into a lake, yeah. creating a fish habitat. There's lots of things like that that we need to talk about. Having a if, bonfire. Yeah. Setting it on fire. Um, or, you know, and if perhaps we need to go there, what is the new vehicle that we yeah. consider? Yeah. So yeah, let us know your thoughts. Maybe we'll try some uh, engagement on the social platforms. I think Let's we try do it. like a voting thing on Facebook. I don't think any our Facebook page has terrible engagement, so who knows if it'll if it'll do anything. But mm-hmm. maybe we'll try some of that stuff this week. But uh, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Should we keep it? Should we get a new one? Um, man, we're just in a tough place right now. And no, we didn't cry on this podcast, but we're no. emotional right now. We're yeah. emotional. Obviously, we have very little figured out, so we're open to ideas. Yes. Please share them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's enough. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We hope this. Uh, no, not we hope this helped you find more adventure in the everyday. That's what we said before. Now, this is new. Go out, my fine friends, and have an adventure. <laughs>